The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside this world. And yet, I ask you, is not an alien force already among us? Exopolitics, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events from somewhere in the desert between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Veritas, because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I think it's time to open the books on the question of government investigations of UFOs. Uh, we ought to do it really because it's right. We ought to do it because the American people, quite frankly, can handle the truth. And we ought to do it because it's the law. Be skeptical. Do be as skeptical as you want, but by all, don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world and a warm welcome to another edition of the Veritas Show, where we bring a disclosure, one guest at a time. I'm your host, Mel Fabregas, and I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, make yourself at home. I want to wish everyone in the United States a happy Thanksgiving. And for me, in saying thank you this Thanksgiving Day, I want to thank all our members, as always. You are keeping Veritas alive. First, let me set the record straight about tonight's show. Some of you have asked why I didn't announce the guest in advance. I want to let you know that this was not a gimmick to build more audience. In fact, if you listened to last week's show with Dr. Paul Laviolette, you may also conclude that in order to minimize what we went through last week, it was better to not announce the show. So we wanted to have this interview recorded prior to announcing it. A few weeks ago, I contacted tonight's guest, and she said she could not do a show until next year, as she is finishing a book. However, she heard of what happened during my interview with Dr. Paul Laviolette, and the number of times we were disconnected, and she changed her mind. As a matter of fact, she asked if I could schedule her show for the week after Dr. Laviolette's show, and I agreed. Tonight's show deals with September the 11th and direct energy weapons. Our special guest concludes with empirical evidence 
that the towers were not brought down, but instead were turned into dust using direct energy weapons, microwaves. Not only has she done her research, but she claims the scenario is replicable. Tonight's special guest is Dr. Judy Wood. And let me start by saying that you may not be familiar with Dr. Wood's work. The reason? The media and even some alternative radio shows steer clear from even mentioning the possibility of direct energy weapons, let alone being used on 9-11. And anyone who dares talk about this is usually shunned or ridiculed. And even when she's invited to certain shows or magazines who contact her to, to write an article, usually cancel. Is there someone pulling the plug? Ladies and gentlemen, what if we were wrong once again? I was wrong for years in believing the official story. Could we also be wrong as we looked at more plausible scenarios, such as explosives, thermite, etc.? What if the truth movement is being run by the 9-11 perpetrators since day one? What if certain individuals have been planted to steer the truth movement away from their perpetrators? Is it possible these plants have affiliations with directed energy weapons? What if these plants are in on it while others get suckered in? Like maybe you, I know I was, you be the judge tonight. I guarantee it that what you will hear tonight, you may not have heard anywhere else. And when I say anywhere else, you may start wondering why others have every possible 9-11 truth researcher available, but do not dare explore what this educated woman with a PhD in mechanical engineering and the empirical evidence she brings forward. Others claim to have the answers and call themselves researchers. Can someone who speculates be considered a researcher? Dr. Wood does not speculate. She brings evidence. Did you know that thermite is used by the military to burn paper during situations in which evidence must be eliminated rather quickly? If thermite was used in the World Trade Center towers, why is it that nothing was found but paper? Where are the thousands of desks, toilets, and all solid objects? They were nowhere to be found. The entire buildings were turned into dust particles. Once again, my job is for me to bring a new perspective. Your job is to discern and be the judge. Dr. Judy Wood will be with us shortly. And as usual, to listen to tonight's entire show, simply go to our website, veritasshow.com, and subscribe. For only $5.32 per month, you will have access to all our past, present, and future shows. Access to one of the most polite, informed, and inclusive forums in the world, the Manticore Forum. And access to the member chat system, which is frequently visited by our guests, and it's open 24-7. Subscribing? Only takes a few seconds and you get immediate access. Again, just visit veritasshow.com for more information. And here are a few important headlines from this week. ClimateGate, the final nail in the coffin of anthropogenic global warming. 
Did you ever suspect that the heavily pushed man-made global warming was a hoax? The article reads, Well, if you own any shares in alternative energy companies, I should start dumping them now. The conspiracy behind the anthropogenic global warming myth, also known as AGW or Man-Bear-Pig, has been subtly, brutally, and quite deliciously exposed after a hacker broke into the computers at the University of East Anglia's Climate Research Unit and released 61 megabytes of confidential files onto the internet. When you read some of those files, including 1,079 emails and 72 documents, you realize just why the buffins at Hadley CRU might have preferred to keep them confidential. As Andrew Bolt puts it, this scandal could well be the greatest in modern science. These alleged emails, supposedly exchanged by some of the most prominent scientists pushing away AGW theory, suggest conspiracy, collusion in exaggerating warming data, possibly illegal destruction of embarrassing information, organized resistance to disclosure, manipulation of data, private admissions of flaws in their public claims, and much more. This story will be big, folks. And the second headline I'd like to read to you. Bulgarian Academy scientists reported to be in touch with aliens. Scientists from the Space Research Institute of the Bulgarian Academy of Science, BAS, have been reported to be in touch with extraterrestrial beings. The Bulgarian Novinar Daily has reported that the Bulgarian scientists are currently working on deciphering pictograms which are said to have come into the form of the so-called crop circles, with which the aliens answered 30 questions posed by the BAS researchers. Quote, They are currently all around us and are watching us all the time. They are not hostile towards us. Rather, they want to help us, but we have not grown enough in order to establish direct contact with them. They are ready to help us, but we don't know what to request from them in case of contact, said Lashisar Filipov, deputy director of the Space Research Institute of the Bulgarian Academy of Sciences, as quoted by the Novinar Daily. Filipov has said that even the Vatican had agreed that aliens existed. In his words, the humans are not going to be able to establish contact with the extraterrestrials through radio waves, but through the power of thought. He has stated that the human race was certainly going to have direct contact with the aliens in the next 10 to 15 years. The deputy head of the Bulgarian Space Research Institute has also told the Novinar Daily that the extraterrestrials were critical of the people's amoral behavior referring to the human's interference in nature's processes. Philipop's team is reported to be analyzing the 150 new crop circles which appeared around the globe in the past year. My friend, Dr. Brian Ostrovsky, a member of the Exopolitics Advisory Board, and I are making contact with Professor Filipov for a possible interview. For more information about these headlines and updates, we have them all posted and are presently being heavily discussed at the Manticore Forum. And now, get ready to be awoken and deprogrammed. I must admit, I was still programmed while doing this show, and you will experience my reactions. Have you ever felt as if you just woke up from a dream, only to realize you were still dreaming. That is exactly what you may indeed experience tonight. If you are the traditional 9-11 truther, get ready for another truth, and perhaps the most compelling truth. Have you been listening to the wrong spokesperson for the truth? If you don't want to experience another truth paradigm shift, I strongly suggest you stop this audio now. 
If you are willing to look at the evidence that will steer you in the right direction, don't go anywhere. Dr. Judy Wood is coming up next. This is Mel Fabregas, and you're listening to The Veritas Show. Most of the great music you hear right here on The Veritas Show is supplied by the independent artists from Jamendo.com. If you hear a song you like, go over to our homepage, VeritasShow.com, click on the guest, look up the song, and download it. You can even buy the group's CDs, in many cases right there at Jamendo.com. Violet, and you're listening to the Veritas Show. Most, if not all of you who listen to Veritas, definitely know that the 9 11 stories given to us by the government and the mainstream mediaopoly are not true. A number of listeners have contacted me for the past few months to request that I have tonight's guest on the show. She was going to be with us next year. But what happened last week with Dr. Laviolette's show made her realize that Veritas is one of the last bastions of truth. And to our benefit, she is with us today. Dr. Judy Wood received her B.S. in Civil Engineering in 1981, her Master's in Engineering Mechanics in 1983, and her Ph.D. in Materials Engineering Science in 1992 from the Department of Engineering Science and Mechanics at Virginia Polytech Institute and State Institute at Blacksburg, Virginia. From 1999 to 2006, Dr. Wood has been an Associate Professor in the Mechanical Engineering Department at Clemson University in South Carolina. Among other skills, she is an expert in the use of moiré interferometry, a full-field optical method that is used in stress analysis. And directly from South Carolina, Dr. Judy Wood. Hello, Dr. Wood. Welcome, and thank you for being on the Veritas Show. How are you? Great. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, some of you may be asking yourselves, Mel, it's been eight years since that horrible day. Drop it. Well, folks, I'm not going to drop it. Not to criticize or undermine what many organizations are doing, but a lot of them are dealing with mere speculation. Speculation is not enough to prosecute someone in a court of law. We have someone who has performed empirical analysis and whose motto is empirical evidence is the truth that theory must mimic. And you also say, Dr. Wood, if you listen to the evidence carefully enough, he will speak to you and tell you exactly what happened. If you don't know what happened, keep listening to the evidence until you do. The evidence always tells the truth. The key is not to allow yourself to be distracted away from seeing what the evidence is telling you. The evidence always tells the truth. That's our kind of motto. 
So can you give us a little bit of a background in addition to the bio that I just read, Dr. Wood? And also, I'm very curious to know what was the moment that started it all for you, the spark that turned the switch on, and you haven't stopped since then as it relates to your investigation of what caused the World Trade Center towers to fall. Well, uh, on that day, uh, things weren't right. Uh, it, I think it has to do with how you're introduced to the event. I was by myself. I heard some radio in the background, and it sounded like a bunch of goofballs telling some sick joke, and they never got to the punchline. So I went and turned on the TV, and there's a few things now with hindsight why I realized that something wasn't right. It was every station was playing the same, the same tune. I had rabbit ears, and, you know, the five stations I could get, they all had the same perspective. You would expect, you know, a reporter asking a loved one, you know, something, and somebody else waiting at the airport for some that didn't arrive, and somebody else who talks to uh, building construction people. or You know, you usually have a variety, but we had all the same. And it started me off, you know, things didn't smell right. And um, went, went downhill from there. <laughs> Uh, I went through, you know, some simple mathematical calculations and thought, well, why doesn't anybody else see this? And I talked to some of my colleagues, and they looked at me like I was nuts. You know, what kind of a weirdo did we just hire? (laughs) And pretty soon you learn not to talk about it, not to voice your opinions. And you just, you know, get on the straight and narrow and go with the, the bandwagon. And, I, you know, I was a new faculty, been here a year or two, and didn't really want to make waves, but it didn't sit right with me. Also, we had that 2000 um, presidential selection that was uh, determined by the Supreme Court, which didn't smell right, and they said they were going to fix it for the next time. They couldn't fix this one, but they would fix the next one. Well, come 2004, at 1.35 a.m., it was a repeat. When when the answers flipped, I went, that's it. They didn't fix it. They're not going to fix it. Whose job is it to fix it? And it was at that moment where I decided I had to get into the 9-11 bit, too. So that that's when I started working on it. You know, I have to say that most people, and even probably your your peers, were in shock. I was in shock for years. I don't even say the word shock anymore. I was asleep at the wheel, if you will. And I woke up probably in 2005. It took me so many years. But you, a spark occurred the day it happened. With your analysis and with your experience in in mechanical engineering, you started smelling something that was not right. And on this show, we like to get to the bottom of things rather quickly. But I think it's very important to remind everyone of the three basic versions of the 9-11 events. Although differences and or overlapping may occur, The following three verses generally describe what most people believe. Number one, the official government conspiracy theory. This is the version that states that a guy from a cave in Afghanistan conspired with 19 box cutters wielding Muslims to hijack airplanes out with the USA's entire multi-trillion dollar defense system and cause the Twin Towers to collapse. This is the version pushed by the government and media as being the truth of 9-11. Oh, well, let's add to that the fact that Pentagon, probably the most protected and surveilled building in the world, can only count on a closed-circuit TV videotape from a convenience store to, to show us what happened. 
What about their hundreds of cameras and defensive missile systems? But let me not digress. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.